us lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, the show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning. Good morning. It's Wednesday, March the 11th, 2015. Welcome to Separate with Lynn. I'm glad that you can join us today. Welcome to everyone who is listening to the recording of the show as well. My guest is Pierrette Strudwick, and our topic today is Seven Keys to Living Life with Passion. Here's what American writer C. Joy Bell has to say about passion. Politeness is okay. But it gets old and boring. You want to attack life with a passion, not a politeness. You want people to think about you and remember you and say, she is so passionate. You don't want people to think about you and remember you and say, she is so polite. Because who cares about polite? Isn't that interesting? We're taught to be polite. Wouldn't it be nice if we were taught to be passionate? My guest, Pierre Strudwick, had passion, and that's to empower people to follow their desires. She fosters leadership through Lunch and Learn, Mastermind, small groups, and workshops. Pierrette is a certified coach, trainer, and public speaker with the John C. Maxwell Certification Program. Pierrette has been self-employed most of her life and enjoys satisfaction by adding value to the people she connects with. As a sales director with Mary Kay Cosmetic, Pierrette built a strong team through coaching and training and has led top sales directors to achieve great success. Pierrette has over 15 years' experience of coaching and mentoring in an educational setting, plus more than five years of coaching in a spiritual setting helping people be who God called them to be. Being active in her community has allowed Pierrette to influence teenagers to be great influencers through the business and education partnership of Waterloo Region. Pierrette is a board member for the Cambridge Pregnancy Resource Centre and is a past board member of the Christian Link the Life Center Fellowship, and La Maison de Miti, a shelter for abused women. Pierrette organizes a meetup in the community for businesses who want to connect. Recently, Pierrette joined the French Toastmasters, uh, and that had started in the area. And when you meet her, you'll know that she will offer great value to them. Pierrette graduated from the John C. Maxwell Certification Program in 2011. She is an ordained marketplace minister and graduated from Ottawa School of the Bible with a ministerial diploma from the University of Ottawa in Communications and Facilitation with Honor. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Pierrette. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Nice to be here. It's, It's great to have you. Tell me, what is a marketplace minister? Well, uh, well, it's uh, we believe that um, everyone has a calling, and very often, well, if we look many years ago, the only people who were able to add value within a, a church setting was uh, were the pastor, the the priest, the the people who were working within the church. And as you study the Bible, you you find out that this is not at all. Uh, what it was intended to be, everyone, each and every one of us uh, came on earth for a plan and a purpose, 
and uh, we all have something to do to to do greater things in the kingdom. So because of that, we um, marketplace ministers is anyone who believes they can add value a, in a spiritual way. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So when it comes to living life with passion, um, you know, I said it would be nice if that's something that we were taught. Um, You know, Canadians are very polite and we're taught to be polite. But here we are, we're going to, um, we're going to talk about how to teach us to be passionate. And and I assume that it it does lead back to this, um, this idea that we are all here for a reason. Yes, absolutely. Uh, passion is some something that uh, we were born with. There's something inside of us, there's a flame inside of us that needs to be nurtured, and it, uh, we, it's something, passion is something we do uh, that we don't need to be asked for it, we don't need to be taught it, uh, we just do it because we enjoy doing it and it's part of our DNA. So uh patient patient uh you have to be a patient but not passion. Okay. Okay. Um so what is the first key? We're we're gonna look at seven keys. What's the first one? Well, the first key uh to in order to be able to live life with passion, we all know that uh life is not easy. Uh we have struggles, we have things that uh we all had a dream of what life should look like, and uh, life doesn't happen this way. Uh, very rarely uh, it goes according to the plan. We need to learn to be flexible. But the first key is to be able to forgive, because very often uh, we have trusted people that we thought they will open a door for us or they will um, do something for us that will help us to do uh, uh greater things and it doesn't come true it 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 fall in the crack and we need to be able to forgive so really the first key in order to always have an open path we need to be able to forgive not only forgive others but forgive ourselves because we do we don't always say we we don't always do what we say we will do and we don't always do what we know we're supposed to do so in that, we need to be able to uh, to forgive ourselves, and that's actually the hardest part of of any step of um, of life is to be able to forgive ourselves uh, because um, I don't know we it's not something we have learned we we were taught again uh, you need to forgive your brother you need to forgive your sister but what about forgiving yourself and this is the first. The first uh, principle, the first key uh, in order to live life with passion is allowing yourself to do some mistakes, forgive, learn something from it, and go forward. Okay. Um, so I would I would agree that, you know, quite often we can be very hard on ourselves and probably, you know, the worst critic is that voice inside ourselves. Yes. But how would you really suggest on a practical level that we begin to, you know, that we begin to silence that that accusatory voice inside of ourselves? 
very good question. Uh, well, you know, um, the the first it's a very simple exercise. Sometimes we have tendency to um, uh, complicate things, but the first thing is to talk to that voice and say, "Shut up! I don't want to mm-hmm. hear you. This is not the truth. The truth is that I am already forgiven." And I can forgive myself, and I go forward with that. I have learned, and and you can tell yourself what you have learned from that experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess a big part of it is is realizing that voice is telling you that too. I think sometimes, um, you know, we we operate with that that voice telling us um, those things about ourselves, and sometimes we're not even really aware. Well, uh, how do you, well, maybe uh, what you, what I understand here is how do you recognize that you need to forgive yourself? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, anything that is not edifying, encouraging, uh, that is not there to build you uh, is definitely not something that you want to to pursue. So uh, if you... I don't know you like this interview today. I I do really bad to it. Well, <laughs> I can choose to not to forgive myself for that. But what do I have learned? So w- when I have tendency to blame myself or to to be upset about myself, I need I need to stop it right right then and there and say mm-hmm. stop it. Uh, you know, I had an experience this past weekend. I was driving, and I was, you know, sometimes we have those uh, talk on our own, and I was driving, and I had that thought that was not a really good thought, and it was not bringing me anywhere good. And I mm-hmm. just said, stop it, Pierre. And, you know, as soon as I said that, I knew I was going towards something better. So okay. when you you have those thoughts, you stop. Tell them to stop, forgive yourself, and go forward. Okay, okay. All right, so what's uh, what's the second key to living life with passion? Well, I uh, kind of alluded to it uh, at the beginning, is um, instead of passion, instead of patient is passion, and the second, the, the second key is knowing your DNA. What is it that you're willing to do and you don't need to um, to to be asked for it, you're willing to do for free. Uh, you you just uh, bloom when you're doing that. Some people are very uh, crafty when they paint. Okay, they they can paint, and and there's a lot of creativity that comes out of that. That's part of their DNA. That's part of who God created them to be, and because of that. It's part of their passion. And when we do what we are passionate about, what God has put in our DNA, I call that our DNA because it's, we, are, we all have one uh, type of blood that is very specific to us, and DNA, that's the, the acronym for that. But So what we do, we have been all designed in a very specific way for a very specific goal. And when we uh, do things, from our heart without being uh, asked and that it comes re- really from the heart. That's where passion, that's a passion uh, that we that we know we have. Okay, 
Um, so you you know, Pierre, you'd think this would be simple, right? What 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 is it that 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 makes it not so simple? Well, you know what what stops us? What stops us from doing what we want to do? Well, our life. Okay, uh, let's say I'm an artist and um, I love to paint, or I'm a musician and I love to play, but I need to pay the bills, and uh, I will be doing what I am passionate about, which is playing uh, my guitar or painting, but. That will not necessarily, at the beginning, bring the money I need in order to pay the bills. So mm-hmm. very often, for with my 15 years' experience uh, as an employment counselor, what I have found were people that uh, were passionate about something but were doing something completely different. So they were not, and when you are at a place that uh, you're not happy, you're doing because you have to do, uh you 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 don't blossom and you cannot even blossom where your passion is okay so would you say it's fear yes definitely fear is one uh sec- the the second one will be commitment because you have some commitment we all okay. have a life to live we have bills to pay so we we need to um we we know that we want to uh, um, fulfill those commitments so we don't necessarily do what we are passionate because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the big one is fear. Okay. Okay. Well, after the break, we're gonna we're gonna pursue this um, a little bit more. But right now, we're gonna go to commercial, and um, we'll get right back to this subject in just a few moments. Okay. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. We're back. Uh, Pierrette Strudwick has been telling us about the seven keys to live a life with passion. Um, Pierrette, we've identified that, um, you know, fear and fear of not being able to cover our commitments would be reasons that um, that people might not follow their passion as um, as a um, as a way of of earning a living, but is it 
is it always is that always what we're talking about um you know changing what we're doing it for a living if it doesn't fit with with or do sometimes people work at one thing and and do their passion as a part-time or um you know what are what are we talking about here well um Okay, fear fear is a big uh a big um issue of why we're not going uh with our passion and we're not doing what we are passionate about. Uh the second another another thing is the belief in ourselves. Uh we don't believe that uh this can uh bring us somewhere that people will appreciate what we have to offer. Um we uh and because of that, we will settle for things that we don't really like to do things that we really we are passionate about it, that we love, mm-hmm. that we were designed for. So in that, we are looking at, okay, I don't, I have, I don't believe in myself. I don't believe that this will attract the people or this will uh, make me a living. Uh, because of our self-confidence, then the fear comes in, and we end up doing what what's available, what we know we can do, where we know there's a paycheck, uh, and and uh, we are um, we are stuck because comfort settle in, and when comfort settle in, then it's easier to to break loose. Mm-hmm. Do you think Do you think sometimes we don't believe we deserve to to have what we want to or to do what we want absolutely absolutely deserve is another is another um uh issue that will stop us from being who we are called uh who we are called to be mm-hmm. okay, definitely okay um so belief in ourselves as well as um you know whether we really have something to offer. I think I heard you say too. Like, will people be attracted to, um, you know, to whatever it is that we're um, that we'd like to pursue? And then, um, you know, do we really deserve to be doing what we um, what we want to be doing? So, Pierre, mm-hmm. uh, what's the what's the third key uh, to living life with passion? Knowing why, knowing why you want to do um, what you are passionate about. Um, I I remember many years ago, um, I I had a goal, and um, I was very. Uh, this is a this is an example that uh, uh, from a while back, but I was so uh, it was so clear for me, and it's uh, so much easier when we can have a, a goal. Uh, Knowing and it's clear. Uh, I wanted to be. Um, I wanted to be uh, a Mary director, and I didn't have around me the surroundings to help me or to uh, believe in me. But I had. Uh, I had a big why, and my why was that I could do that, and I had something to prove. And in that, what happened because my why was so big. And my passion of helping others was, that is my passion and it still is today, 
uh, I was able to achieve that goal that at, in a record time uh, for for those for that season, which was uh, many years ago. So the why the why you want to do what you want to do is because you have a reason. It's so big inside of you uh, that you are almost willing to to die for it. I remember. I did things that I never did after. I would, I had stopped people and say, "Hey, are you looking for a job, part-time job? I have a way. I can show you how." I was, I was determined. I was. There was nothing that was able to stop me. And uh, if we look at, at the actual uh, actuality of today, uh, when we look at thesis, where what they do, they are so passionate about what they believe that they are willing to do anything for what they are passionate about. So passion comes from something within so deep, and you need to know your why. And when you know your why, then nothing can stop you. And it has to, when you have your why, it has to be so big that you get scared of it. You get scared of it? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't feel, you don't feel that you can do that. Yeah, we okay. had talked. Fear will settle in, right? Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, but, Pierrette, how can people define what their why is? Are are there questions they can ask themselves? Um, yes. Um, well, well. Um, what makes you cry? I, I actually, um, I have. Um, a workshop where we go in details that we uh, we do those and uh, I just left a couple uh, this past week also a VIP day where I I will bring people within a day they will be able to have all those answers and have a, a blueprint to uh, to go forward but uh, mm-hmm. how do you define that is by asking different questions uh, as you ask yourself question what am I good at what what makes me cry? What what is the cause that I'm willing to uh, to sacrifice for? Um, what what uh, do I like to work with adults? Do I like to work with children? Do I like to work with business people? Where where do I feel that I fit the most? Um, mm-hmm. and, and as you ask yourself a series of questions that. We have uh, we have designed. You know what? You find answers, and as you find those answers, you're able to to define what is your true passion because it goes with your DNA, okay? And and uh, from that DNA, uh, it's how you were you were uh, created to be, what, how you were created to be, and then you define the why. Uh, just a, an example: uh, some people. Uh, uh, I was on, uh, uh, on. I'm on the board of the um, pregnancy center, and mm-hmm. why do I have a passion for young women who have uh, who have children uh, without without having a family? Well, I never had a chance to have children myself, and mm-hmm. I always loved children. Well, I decided that this is where I want to invest. I want to invest some time. I want to invest some money in order to help those people who some have not learned, some have not um, uh, 
have taken some risks that shouldn't have been taken, but, you mm-hmm. know, no no one, everything is according to the plan of God, so nothing is an accident because every child is supposed to be here. So that mm-hmm. that was part of my passion. I didn't choose that as a living, but this is something that I, I choose to invest in because I'm passionate because I don't have children. Right, right. Okay. Um so you talked about, you know, this this why and and what we want to do as being something that we're scared of. Um so, you know, so you you talk you talk about a vision that's that's bigger bigger than ourselves. Um so how can if if this vision is so much bigger than ourselves, how can we accomplish it? Well, uh, that brings us to our key number four, which is being able to have a vision and put that vision to the death. Uh, the vision, uh, in order to fulfill that passion, uh, you need to be able to involve other people. If uh, you say, well, you know, Pierre, my vision, um, I would like to um, uh, to build a house for this family example. It's a smaller vision, it's all possible, but unless you have all the resources yourself, you need to imply other people. You need to invite other people in your vision. And uh, that vision will help, uh, as you invite other people, the vision will grow because we know we all have creativity, we all have ideas, and um, we we were all designed for a plan and a purpose as well, so because of that, the vision will grow, and then you get that fear, which is normal because you can no longer think that this vision is possible without all those people that are surrounding you. Right. Um, and how do you how do you bring those people into um, and 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 get them to believe the vision that you have? Well, how about I give you the example of uh, our French Toastmaster that we started uh, about uh, two months ago now. Uh, It started by one lady who is a Francophone. She has been in this region for over 30 years. Uh, She has been uh, um, um, in the top of the Toastmaster uh, because she has been in Toastmaster for so many years. And... um, she was just sharing with a couple of us that wouldn't wouldn't be nice if we have a French Toastmaster. And we all said yes. So it started, she cannot do this on her own. She's French. So she this this was this is part of a passion for her to grow the French community and not only to grow the French community, but to help them to speak practice their French. And she grouped three people which became uh, the first night. She had such a passion for that that we were 36 people the first night that she opened the doors for, wow. for the uh, to launch the, the French Toastmaster. We were not all French. She was so passionate about that that she is, even had some people who can say their name, uh, bonjour, <laughs> and a couple of words in French that were there. 
Wow. So that your passion will uh, will um, because you have such a conviction in your heart, such a passion. People don't understand, but they people want to be around passionate people. People want to to be part of something. They want to belong to something. They want to be embraced by something. So she was able to bring. Um, we were thirty six. Uh, the first night, and uh, we have met two more times, and last night was, and we were 12. Uh, and the 12 that we were there, half of us decided, okay, we want to commit to this, and we want to go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you say, you know, put the vision to the test, um, like how do we really do that? Is there is there something that we're asking ourselves or... Um, how do we put that vision to the test? By asking questions. Is is that vision only for me alone? Is that going to, uh, this is the most important uh, question is, is this vision only for me or for other people? Mm-hmm. And uh, when it touched many people, you know, it's a God, we call it a God vision uh, It's because it's a vision that has, the the potential to touch many others, and that's what you want. Uh, who that vision is going to touch? And in the case of the French Toastmaster, um, it touched a lot of the French community in this area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the first question you want to ask yourself: Who is going to be touched by my vision? Yes, I like that one. Yeah, that's very good. You know what? It's mm-hmm. time for us to go to break again, um, and we want to learn more about this right after this quick break. Okay, thank you. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Len focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to our show called How to Live Life with Passion. My guest is Pierrette Strudwick. Um, we have talked about uh, four keys to living life with passion. This is um, the first thing is to forgive uh, ourselves and others. The second is to know who you are, um, what you're willing to do, what you would just do for free, what really um, makes you feel fulfilled, uh, and then know why you're here. Um, that's what we've been talking about is to know why, um, what the passion is. Um, Pierrette says, what are you willing to die for? 
Um, and the key, fourth key was to put the vision to the test, um, asking, you know, who does it? Who does this touch? Um, will it affect many people? Um, and getting people involved to help you um, to help you fulfill the vision. Um, so I believe um, then, Pierrette, we're on to um, the fifth key. And and what is that fifth key, Pierrette? Well, after you have a vision, you have shared that vision with other people and you are able to have people on board with you, you need to start uh, making a plan for that vision uh, and to be able to uh, fulfill uh, your passion. Because we we came from the passion and, and that brought us to a vision, uh, a vision, a dream. Uh, you can call it uh, a Either or, it, it, it works, uh, depends what, what is better for you. But you need to put that in a plan because if you don't put, you don't make a plan for it, nothing will happen. It will stay a vision, it will stay uh, uh, a dream, and you will never truly live your passion. Uh, so you want to start, okay, uh, I was able to put some people together. What's our next step? How are we going to see this grow? Uh, who do who else do we need to involve in this vision uh, in order to fulfill that? And as you go and prepare the the various steps, and uh, we so well know um, uh, SMART in order the acronym SMART in order to fulfill our goals, uh, we need to be specific, measurable uh, action in a timely, uh, realistic in a timely uh, uh, frame. So if we take, uh, we start from there, we already have something uh, to go forward with. Okay. Um, when we think about, you know, our vision being realistic, um, isn't that a point at which that fear might often come back to us? Absolutely, and that's where you need a coach <laughs> uh, okay. because when you need to surround yourself with people who believe in your vision, in your dream, uh, and uh, this is the most important uh, thing that you have to do because if you're surrounding yourself with people who don't support that dream, that vision, that passion of yours, you know what? Unfortunately, you will you that will stop you to be who you are called to be. So you want to be uh, surrounded by people who, who go, for, go for it. Like uh, if I come back to the Toastmaster example, uh, that lady surrounded herself with uh, three people that were, are supportive of her in this, in this principle, in bringing this together. Right, right. Um, and so in that case, if, if she lost faith um in in the vision the, there would be other people who would who would say no it'll work it's a good idea absolutely absolutely okay yeah yeah i think that's i think that is one of the most encouraging things that you can say actually is uh you know it's a good idea <laughs> you have a good idea everybody likes to hear that right Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, but, you know, it's easy to say, oh, that's a good idea, but are you willing to work it out with me? Right. That's another right. thing. 
uh, are you willing to walk it? Because um, there will be uh, some some steps that you're going to be doing that you know what you don't want to do, and um, you will encounter obstacle that you never thought that you will encounter. So mm-hmm. what do you do with that? And that's one thing I, I I want to share with with this with the plan because very often we will we will uh, have a plan and think okay yes I can be specific yes I can measure this and we go through all those steps. But one thing I learned many years ago is that what are my potential obstacles that I can find by going forward with this project or by this vision this dream. And when you are able to write down the potential obstacle that you will find, the second step to that is write what are the potential solutions to those obstacles. Right. And it's amazing that you will encounter some of those obstacles, but because you have already thought and talked about the potential solution, Mm-hmm. You can you can overcome those very fast, and it doesn't right. stop you because what stops us is obstacle very often too, eh? Not only fear mm-hmm. but the obstacles. Well, sure, and and I think um, I think that is a, a very important key, Pierrette, as well. So identifying the obstacles that we might come up against. Um, and already have thought about the solutions. And I think, um, you know, that's something we do in financial planning as well. Um, mm. And it can really reduce the stress when we hit one of those things, right, when when mm. something changes, when somebody's out of work for a couple of months or, um, you know, the health changes or, um, you know, things don't go just the way we would prefer, if we've already thought about what we would do, I think that um, stress levels um, as we deal with those things can be reduced a lot by by having a plan for uh, what would we do in those situations. So, yeah, Absolutely. I think that is a, a really important one. Um, and very often, sorry. Go ahead. I said very, and very often in the planning, this is this is an area where I notice that we forget to to look at when we do the planning. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just to anticipate some of those things. And again, um, I guess that's where we could where we could um, say thank you to some of the people who aren't as supportive because they may point out some of the obstacles. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in which case. Uh, you know, we can figure out how we would deal with them ahead of time. Uh, thanks to some of the, <laughs> thanks to the some of those people that are less than positive, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they help us, uh, they help us uh, to see things in a different way, and and we all contribute. Um, and I want to believe when we choose a team to uh, to work with us towards our vision uh, or our dream um, that that. Uh, build our passion that uh, those people have something uh, very positive as well to um, offer it's just that they are more analytical from than us sometimes mm-hmm. or uh, have something different than us to offer and that's okay because they see perspe- the perception the perspective in a different angle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no that's good so what is the sixth key 
um, to living life with passion, Pierrette. Six keys. Um, so we talk about making a plan, uh, the objectives and, and obstacle. Uh, the, the the next key is evaluating your progress. Because you have built a plan and you have uh, established uh, some measurable step, uh, you need, uh, I like every three months, to evaluate, okay, where am I right now? Have I accomplished my uh, my goals? Am I closer to what I'm supposed to be? Am I exactly where I'm supposed to be? Uh, what do I need to do different? Who do I need to add, add to the to the team? Or do we have too many people on the team? So it's a time of reflection uh, where we and we adjust. Uh, if we are right on track, bravo! We just keep going because everything is in place. Uh, but if we are not, we need to ask ourselves the right question uh, in order to make sure that uh, we readjust. And sometimes we have to um, be a little bit flexible. The, the vision, the dream can become way more bigger than, than what we had initially thought. Uh, and, but it could be in a, in a different stage that, that you add to that. So it's a time of reflection. It's so important that we, we do that. In every type of career, actually, I, I encourage people to, uh, okay, are you exactly where you want to be? Uh, because you need you need to evaluate. Uh, working for um, a college when I was in Ottawa, uh, every year we had to evaluate where we were that year and where we want to be in five years. And every year we had to work towards that five-year plan. And the mm -hmm. five-year plan was always growing because we're going a year further, but we need to do that. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm and it's not an easy thing to do actually. No. To to really think about, you know, in in 5 years where do I want to be? But I think it is it's a weakness for most of us that that we don't. You know, a lot of a lot of people don't look at at that um you know, that 5-year goal. That's but, true. Uh, yeah. I've never That's found that an easy thing to do. <laughs> You know, and I guess I think it's the the analytical part of you, um, you know, the analytical part of me doesn't want to be wrong. So I don't want to commit <laughs> to something in five years that I might not, you know. I don't want to but make a know, promise I can't keep. <laughs> that's right. And But you know what? If you don't uh, have that vision of in the five year, uh, you won't get anywhere. Uh, yeah. So you want yeah. you want to have uh, maybe you want to change the word if it, you know, but uh, it, it it's all about the perception. But John Maxwell, uh, as being my mentor, uh, always uh, said to us the month of December, and I've started to do that, and it's amazing what's happening. The month of December, he stops and he reflects on everything he has done during that year. And mm -hmm. he takes his calendar uh, 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 week by week, month by month, and puts some highlights on the side and see, okay, how did that brought me closer to my bigger goal? And okay. I started to do that, and I it's amazing what it does. Okay, because that's something you could do on a um, an annual basis, but you could do that for the month too. 
Absolutely. I like to do it every three months uh, as a quarter. Uh, but uh, yes, absolutely. Every month you want to do, to do where you are, where you're going. Yeah. Yes. I think that, you know, I think that sometimes, you know, evaluating your week is a little bit too short because, um, you know, lots of weeks you don't accomplish what you thought you might. But, you know, yes, starting so out on true. Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you know. True. Yeah, so the shorter the period of time, I think the, you know, less fair it is perhaps, but uh yeah. Um anyway, boy, it's time flies. Uh it's time for us to go for a break and we will look forward to uh key number 7 when we come back. Okay, thank you. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello again. This is Step Right with Lynn. My guest today is Pierre Strudwick. We've been talking about the seven keys to live life with passion, and I think, Pierrette, uh, we're probably ready to discuss number seven. Yes. Well, you know, but when we left, we were talking about uh, evaluating and adjusting our plan, and uh, we also talk about what are our potential uh, obstacles. And uh, I would like to to leave uh, today with uh, with a quote, a favorite quote of mine, uh, from uh, Robert Schuller: "Tough times never last, but tough people do." And in anything, if your passion is so, uh, it's really your passion and it's really what you have been designed for, you will see obstacles. You will see um, when things don't work the way you want, you will see that uh, it doesn't last. There's always a rainbow after the rain. And uh, the uh, I really like uh, Robert Schuller for, for sharing that because uh, we know that it's just for a season that uh, that things are not well with the situation. It never lasts. So I encourage everyone: if we're not, if you're not today where you would like to be, uh, to be uh, able to uh, look at ten reasons or ten things that you can do that can make a difference. And it can be as easy as I'm going to go uh, for a coffee and I'm going to write everything I want to change or what I think I'm really passionate about or whatever is your question, wherever you are stuck, uh, you 
that could be as easy as I'm going to go and I'm going to write. Uh, it can be that you're going to talk to, to a coach because very often a, a coach will reformulate things for you and will um, you already have all the answers inside of you. It's just a question of putting them out there. So because of that, uh, you, can, you can meet with a coach and they will ask you a lot of questions and will help you to be who you are called to be. Uh, it can be uh, as easy as, uh, you know what, I, I'm going on a vacation and I'm going to reflect on all this or forget about everything. And when you're coming back, you're coming back with a fresh look at everything, at every, at your life, at your situation, and everything is being transformed. Why? Because you have uh, shifted uh, the situation by going for a week of vacation. So if you are in a in a tough place right now, I encourage you put on a piece of paper um, ten things that you can do that will will um, give you potential of changing the situation right now. And as you go through that list of ten things, uh, some of you will say, you know what? No, that one I don't really want to do that, and it's okay. But you still have nine other things that you can say yes to. And that can make a whole difference, and you can uh, see everything in a different eye and be who you are called to be and live life with passion. And I always say living life with passion is like never have to work one more day of your life. That's nice. So this list that um, that you're talking about, Pierre, 10 things that will make a difference. Now, are these action items, or are they things that are we looking for different supports that we already have, or are they action items? Uh, action, I would say action items, if I okay. think uh, of many times I have suggested that. Uh, you know, when we don't do anything, we paralyze, and when we're paralyzed, mm -hmm. uh, it's not good. So uh, we, um, we suggest action items. And you can choose, as when we do a, a, a brainstorming, we put many ideas, and then we can choose what we want from those ideas. It's just right. uh, seeing outside of the box. And when we start seeing outside of the box, there are so many solutions, potential solutions. So we just okay. need to put ourselves in a place where we don't see the problem, we see outside of the problem. Okay. Um, Pierrette, maybe you better take a, f uh, a few moments right now and just tell people how they could reach you if they, um, if they wanted to discuss this further with you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, well, um, the name of my coaching uh, business is Arise and Shine. Uh, AriseAndShineCoaching.com, and uh, there you have a section where it says contact me, and uh, you can contact me uh, through email there, or you mm -hmm. can simply call me at 519-404-2298, uh, so I can repeat that, 519-404-2298, or at the website Arise and shinecoaching.com. Okay. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with us uh, today, Pierrette. Thank you. It was an honor to be here, Lynn. Oh, uh, thank I you. Hope someone, yeah, I hope someone has been encouraged uh, uh, 
And everyone has a passion. It's just a question of finding it. Yes, yes, and uh, and 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 digging digging deep, and perhaps having someone to help ask you some questions that um, that can help you uh, find it and clarify it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what a coach is there for. Uh, mm-hmm. We we have been trained to ask questions. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm okay. sure, Linya, as a as a you ask a lot of questions too in order to offer the best services to your clients. Well, and and as we've been talking, certainly there are a lot of your steps uh, in these seven keys that that uh, do apply very closely to the financial planning process as well. Um, you know, knew it, knowing you know, starting from where you are, knowing who you are, what you want, um, making a plan. And the evaluation and and uh, uh, th- those are all applicable to financial planning as well. So um, thanks. At, at another time, maybe we'll have the uh, the opportunity to kind of apply them to uh, those steps to financial planning too. But it's been wonderful to have you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Lynn. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. At this time, um, I'd like to remind you to tune in next week when our guest will be the Reverend Robert Merritt, and we'll be discussing the value of values. We'll hear Reverend Merritt uh, speak about how clarity around your values can be a guiding factor in all the choices that you make. Um, remember, we welcome your comments at Step Right with Lynn. I'd love to chat with you um, Certainly send me an email at lynn at stepright.ca, that's L-Y-N-N, at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T, and we'll arrange a time to chat. Uh, remember, I'm here to help uh, about any of your financial concerns. Um, if it's not something I can help you with, we certainly have resources that um, that we can direct you to as well. If you have ideas for guests on the show, please let me know, uh, or a topic that you'd like to hear covered on the show. Again, please email me at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright.ca. This is Lynn Wedham. The show is Step Right with Lynn. Until next time, take the right steps to support yourself, your family, and your community. Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time. Thank you.